0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Questions. My name's Nathan Elam. I'm here with Pastor Joel. How are you doing today? Doing great. Great. Great to see you. And uh, we have kind of a beefy, lengthy question today, so we're going to split this up into four parts. Uh, but Joel's going to be answering this all right now in one take. And so we hope you enjoy this over the next four weeks as you tune in to questions. And as a reminder, subscribe to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, wherever you found this episode, YouTube, uh, like us on Facebook, and we would always love to hear from you and any future questions you might have. So today we have a question from Austin who writes in and says, what does biblical masculinity look like in the home? Pastor Joel, what does God's word have to say? That's a great question. Thanks, Austin. Looking forward to answering it. All right. This is our fourth and final part, answering the question of what is biblical manhood, um, particularly as it pertains to the home. And really what I've been doing here, if you haven't noticed by now, is I'm looking at the Christian man in the home, and I'm saying that he has a Christian duty to four, not just one, not just two, but four Generations is the way we could say it. He has a duty to his wife, so his own generation, his wife. He has a duty to the next generation, his children. He has a duty to the third generation, his children, and then, or his grandchildren, sorry, his children's children. And then he has a duty to the generation before him, if we're looking at the scripture, which is his parents so what does biblical manhood look like in the context of the home household family it looks like being a husband a father a grandfather and an adult son it looks like fulfilling your christian duty to your generation your wife the next generation your children the third generation your grandchildren And the generation before you, your aging adult parents. So for this fourth part, we're going to focus on a Christian man as an adult son caring for his aging parents. Again, I'm going to read from something I've previously written. Um, This involves kind of some of my own personal story and the way that I've thought about this and wanting to care for my parents. So I've written this. Exodus chapter 20, verse 12 says, Honor thy father and thy mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving to you. Now, although obedience to our fathers and mothers is a temporary command issued to younger children who remain in their father's home, I have come to see that the command to honor our father and mother is a lifelong command that continues even for adult children who have left the home. Now, Currently, my parents, Ed and Lori Webbin, are doing everything they can to transition from Texas, where they've spent their whole lives, to California, which is where I currently live, San Diego, California, in order to be closer to their adult children, namely myself, as well as their grandchildren my children, Olive and Ruth and little Eleanor, who is on the way. Now, although both of my parents are diligently trying to do everything they can to transition out to California to be closer to us, the reality is that this is highly unlikely. My parents have spent their entire adult lives in one of the poorest countries of Texas, or I'm sorry, poorest counties in Texas, Matagorda, County and will likely not be successful in their attempt to then retire in one of the most expensive cities in our nation, namely San Diego. And I personally believe from the scripture, I'm using my own kind of journey as how I've personally worked through this in order to answer the question. I personally believe that I have an obligation from the scripture to help provide for my aging parents. And see to it that they are able to fulfill their heart's desire to be with their children and grandchildren. Now, I get this not only from the commandment in Exodus chapter 20 to honor thy father and mother, which is repeated in Ephesians chapter 6. And the same promise is offered again for new covenant Christians, New Testament Christians, that you may live a long life on the earth So I I find this honor thy father and mother as a commandment in the Old Testament, in the Decalogue, the Ten Commandments, Exodus 20, as well as a repeated commandment and a repeated promise in Ephesians chapter 6. But also, getting a little bit more specific now, we we see in 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 4, we see these words. But if a widow has children, that is grown children, or grandchildren, who may be grown, let them her children or grandchildren first learn before enrolling her as someone who is a dependent for the church to provide for. First, the Bible says, let them, that is her children or grandchildren, first learn to show godliness. This is godly. Let them show godliness to their own household and make some return that is a financial return to their widowed mother but the text actually says to their parents for this is pleasing in the sight of god now as a caveat although this biblical text 1st timothy chapter 5 verse 4 specifically references elderly widows that is women whose husbands are deceased. I've come to believe that it is pleasing in the sight of God when adult children earnestly seek to make some kind of material return, financial return, to their aging parents, even in the case where both the father and the mother are still alive. I believe that the Bible says that Young children in the home are called to obey, that is, submit in everything, to their parents. But adult children are still called, even after they've left their parents' home, to continue, not in obedience, but in honoring thy father and mother. I believe the command to honor thy father and mother is a lifelong command. And I believe that one of the ways that an adult child, in this case, a son, a man, a Christian man, speaking of biblical manhood, one of the ways that he honors his aging father and mother is by giving some return to his aging parents if they have need. If your parents are well provided for, well taken care of, well then that's a different story. But if they are financially struggling, then I believe it is the duty of an adult Christian son to provide not only for his wife, not only for his children, as we saw in part three, not only for his children's children, but then also for his parents. What does biblical manhood look like in the realm of the home? What is the Christian duty of a man? In a nutshell, it's four generations deep. It's caring for your wife, caring for your children, it's caring for your grandchildren, and it's caring for your parents. In what manner? Protect and provide. I said that in the first two parts. The 30,000-foot view, the general principle for biblical manhood in the home, is that a Christian man is called to protect and provide. Protect and provide. And he does this for four generations. His wife, his children, his grandchildren, and his parents if they have need. And I believe, based off of Scripture, that anything less than this is disobedience to the Word of God. So a Christian man is called to protect and provide for four generations, and he's called to do all of it on no more than 90% of his income because he's called to give 10% as a tithe to the house of God. In other words, Christian men, you need to work hard. (laughs) It is a tall task to be a biblically faithful man. It looks like long hours. And when those long hours are done, it looks like even longer hours with your wife and children in the home. It looks like working hard to make as much money as you can to provide for your wife and your children and your grandkids who aren't even born yet, planning for their future, laying money aside. It looks like not sending your kids over to the state school, but paying extra money for them to be in a private Christian school or extra money so that your wife can stay home full-time and homeschool your children. And it looks like spending an extra 50, 60, 70 grand to build that granny flat in your backyard to care for your aging parents if they need your help. It looks like a lot of work. But God is faithful and his commandments are not burdensome. Remember, Jesus says, all those who are weary and heavy laden, come to me and I will give them rest. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. It's a tall order to be a Christian man. It's a lot of work, but it is life-giving work. It's funny, but, but it is a restful work. It is a work that gives rest. It is a work that that is conducive to stirring up life. So men get to work, but don't be discouraged. Trust God. He's merciful. He's kind. He's faithful to provide the energy, the intellect, the favor, the strength required in order to obey all of his commandments. Thanks for tuning in. As a special thank you for your gift of any amount, we'll be happy to send you a free digital book from our store. To access this offer, visit rightresponseministries.com/offer. We highly recommend Pastor Joel's book, Am I Truly Saved? If you or someone you know has wrestled with doubts about the love of God, this would be a great resource. As a reminder, to get this offer, go to rightresponseministries.com offer, and thank you for your generous support.